When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We used to be two birdies up in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. I saved every kiss I got from you. But oh, sometimes time can weigh you down. Sometimes love, sometimes hurts. Sometimes love burns. Sometimes. Welcome to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Josh Schramer, joined in the Soad Shack tonight. On my right, Adam Markham. On my left, Bobby Reynolds. And joining us in the virtual Soad Shack, all the way from Cleveland, Ohio, the man from 4 for 4, Mikey Dubs. Mike, how are you, my friend? Good, good, good. What's going on, fellas? It is April. It is draft season, Bobo. So this is when we uh, start doing a little bit of research on these rookies. Yeah, it's that time, y'all. It's that time. Starting to think about where some of these guys are going to be drafted. Starting to, what are we from the draft? Three weeks? I was going to say three it's weeks. Uh, tw- three or four yeah. weeks. About 24 go, days. Man. Starts on the 27th. Let's go. I agree with what you said a couple pods ago. The NFL offseason is pretty fun now with every kind of everything kind of getting um pushed you know, push adequately back put apart yeah. you know you can only be bored for so long to where all right combines up all right here comes the draft all right here's training camp um i mean you get about three weeks to look back and then the combines here and then you're basically into like free agency and rookies mike yeah i mean it's it's the nfl is basically just like f the nba f your nba <laughs> f your mlb news we're just gonna just like dominate you because you got the NBA trade deadline, like, nah, we're just going to hit you up with free agency. Oh, we got this. And like, nah, we we got this. So, yeah, the NFL is, I think they're just trying to get every little bit of money that they can out of us. And we're just happy to continue to fork it on over. We're suckers, Addy. Happy to do it. Happy. As long as we're, you know, creating content, too. It makes it way easier on us. So That's right. Thank you for the More. news. More. But when we bring Mikey Dubs on, we did it last year. We're doing it again this year. We're running it back. We could talk uh, Browns talk and Ravens sure. talk all night. Mm-hmm. But let's talk some IDP, fellas, and let's talk sleeper, rookie, linebackers. Mike, we uh, we know some of the big names coming into this draft, the uh, Jack Campbells, the Drew Sanders, the Trenton Simpsons. So tonight we are going to be digging a little deeper, going through some of these maybe lesser-known names that IDP managers need to be looking out for. Uh, but what are your thoughts, Mike, on rookie linebackers in general? How should dynasty players be thinking about rookie linebackers as they head into a new season? So for this season, this is almost this is a let's say it's a weird class, but it's a class of good players. Um, I think with there's athletes, but I think this is this is more of a class that has like maybe more long-term stashes. Um, I think it's a good year to replenish for depth. Um, There may not be immediate contributors this year, but I think if there's a bunch of guys that 
if they hit and they project and they develop, I think within two to three years, I think they're going to turn into some, some, some solid players. But the thing is the linebacker position is you got to be smart to play linebacker. So a lot of times these linebackers, they come in, they're learning and they're, they're learning on the job. Um, they're adapting to the NFL game and they necessarily don't need to get on the field right away and contribute. So they're, they're getting on the field toward the middle of the season, late in the season. I mean, only two linebackers, only two rookie linebackers last season had more than 800 snaps. And that was Devin Lloyd and Quay Walker. And Devin Lloyd even started losing snaps towards the, toward the tail end of that, of the season. So, I mean, two linebackers, everybody else, Brian Asamoah, Jack Samboard, Christian Harris, they took on larger roles toward the middle end of the season, but they, you know, they, they were not, they were not full-time linebackers. Those guys, they, they don't, there's only a handful that are coming right out of the gate as a three down guy. So um, they just need to be smart, need to diagnose plays and they're just not, there's not a, it's just need to be smart. And yeah, they're uh, just got to kind of take a look and, and get those, uh, get those stashes. Uh, Cause if you miss out on Jack Campbell, I, it's fine. Um, especially if you do have depth, but it's, it's, it's a year to replenish the cupboard, I think. Yeah. Bobo, I think preaching patience with these rookie linebackers, like Mike said, we only saw two guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you had one of those dudes in Devin Lloyd, you had to be patient near the middle of the season when he started losing playing time to Chad Muma. Yeah. So I think if you're plugging, if you're drafting these guys, planning to plug them into your lineup, that's maybe not the best strategy. I mean, even look the last couple of years, like how many of these first round NFL no. linebackers have really been plug and play in the NFL? Not you know, many. We've talked about Isaiah Simmons and Collins, you know, look at Pat Queen, look at Kenneth Murray. They had a chart PFF did of the first <laughs> linebacker taken in like the last seven drafts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some, some definitely some hits in there. But yeah, also, yeah, Jared Davis, Definitely. you had Darren yeah, well, Lee. Darren Lee. Yeah. So some, Yikes, some yeah. big time bust there going back to like, I think 2016, 2017. Yeah. So what's this indicative of that? The position is just really hard to play as a 22 year old. I think so. It's, yeah. I think that's uh, yeah, exactly I, what it is. I think so. And it, then, I mean, you look at PFF, like there, there's not a lot of linebackers grading. Well, it's almost like they need to be graded on a curve. Like yeah. if you get in the seventies as a rookie the, linebacker, it, that's phenomenal. Right? Yeah. If you're in the light green, you're good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you're if you're light green and even borderline that orangish, greenish, yeah. yeah. Um, and even the, and if, if and if your coverage grade is in kind of that light green, and I think if your coverage is in the 60s as a rookie linebacker, I think that's not too you know that's not horrible. Yeah, agreed. So we've got these three guys that we're calling kind of the, you know, more known commodities mm-hmm. with Sanders, with Campbell, and with Simpson. Real quick, do you have a favorite, Mike? Yeah. Is it Jack uh, Campbell? It's probably, yeah, it's it's Jack Campbell. I think he's probably the most pro-ready, and if there's a guy that's going to be a three-down guy out of the gate, um, it's probably going to be him. But, again, he could hit a Jacksonville Jaguar situation where, you know, someone, dra- you know, like with Jacksonville, they get Lloyd and they draft Trad Muma. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Or if he doesn't land in Kansas City or in a situation where, like, it just blows everybody up and just screws us all. And so I really hope the uh, the NFL GMs have us content creators in mind when they do their drafts. As, you know, we don't want to have <laughs> to great. blow up our we don't want to blow up our draft, uh, our drafts, uh, our saved drafts. Don't you all feel like this NFL draft? <clears throat> there's like nothing safe. Like no, no, it, no, there isn't. There isn't. 
Kansas Absolutely. City's probably not drafting a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Bengals probably aren't grabbing a wide receiver. And uh, maybe well, Kansas knows? City won't grab a line. I mean, there, yeah, there's yeah, maybe maybe Kansas City will mess with us though. But I'm just saying, Jack like Campbell. going into this draft, it seems like there's nothing off the table. No, maybe the no. Colts bring in a running back. Maybe the Minnesota Vikings bring in a. They've traded up to get a quarterback. I mean, you like never know. You never know. Never know. Adam I think might push for that. It's gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> it's gonna be a, a fun draft. Uh, Colts we, get Levis at four. God, please no. Um, well, yeah, we'll. We'll see. We'll we'll have plenty of time to talk uh, how the Colts are going to bungle this situation. You've looked a little bit at Campbell and Samber- Sanders and uh, Simpson. Do you have a favorite there? Yeah, it's definitely Campbell as well. You think so? Yeah. Okay. You too, probably Addy. I think yeah, Addy may I be a ba- Sanders I go guy. back and forth. Yeah. Man. I really, I'm really intrigued by Sanders um, and his big playability. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, after the combine and and Campbell put up that. Nine nine eight, and mm. you know, we interviewed like a lunch bell type of guy. <laughs> it's hard not to like him, man. I've seen a lot of early comps for Campbell to uh, LVE. Yeah, and people forget that before LVE got hurt, he was he, he was, was trending to, towards being right. pretty epic. Correct. But yeah. I'm with you, especially at like ADP. Sanders is getting. I think he could be a nice little spot in some of these IDP drafts. I mean, if you can get him, and if you can get any of these linebackers in the late second but mm-hmm. if you can get them in the early third that's like beautiful. that's beautiful that's absolutely beautiful i'm honestly okay with late second late yeah. second's fine too Truly. yeah yeah well we talked about these three guys here mike but i think they're from looking at your notes i think there might be a guy here at number two behind jack campbell for you that we haven't mentioned thus far so who is your number two guy in this class so I think right now uh, my LB2 in this rookie class behind Campbell is Diane Henley. Diane Henley from Washington State. He's my LB2. Athletic, former wide receiver, converted to linebacker, uh, physical, uh, plus sideline to sideline range. He's got really good length, active, takes on the blocks, doesn't, doesn't care about contact. Um and he closes in on the ball carriers out of the backfield. So if you've got a shifty back out of the backfield, he's going to be able to, to track him down. Um, and he's, he's uh, no hesitation, no wasted movement. Uh, just a few of his weaknesses. Sometimes he does need to fight to get through traffic. Um, and he can get lost in some of the routes. But I think he's projecting to be more of that weak side linebacker, that right linebacker in alignment. Um, but once he, once he accelerates and covers ground, man, and especially if he's asked to pass rush, twenty almost a twenty seven percent pass rush rate, fourteen point nine percent tackle rate, uh, and just five missed tackles in twenty twenty two. When you look at some of these rookie linebackers that are coming out, they've got double digit missed tackles. He had five, so his play really jumps out, and he's really turned into one of my favorite rookie targets. And I think he has the the makeup of a three down guy. Bobo, I know this is music to your ears. You're the Henley guy. Mm-hmm. What do you think hearing that uh, Henley is Mike's number two linebacker? Yeah, I mean, early on, just watching the tape, Henley just jumps off the screen. Um, exactly what, what Mike says. Athleticism shows a lot of the three-down traits. 6'1", 220. His uh, senior year at Washington State, 106 total tackles, 12 tackles for loss, four sacks, one INT. Um, I really think the guy's dynamic. He can kind of do it all. Um, I'm just excited to see who grabs Henley more than anything. I think what will really elevate this LB2 status here for Henley is if a team 
that has some opportunity grabs him. You know, if he were to go to a Seattle like I was dreaming of before Bobby Wagner went back there, and maybe even still, you know, um, that's a possibility. But I don't know where I could see Henley going to where, you know, maybe Houston. Mm-hmm. Be a great I don't situation. mind him in Tennessee. I don't mind him in Tennessee. I mean, there's not yeah. really. Uh, I mean, you got Monty Rice. Uh, Aziz Alshair. So, I mean, you got a couple of just guys, so I wouldn't mind him there uh, in Tennessee. There's a, honestly a lot of spots for these linebackers. I know it seems mm-hmm. like there's not so many because, you know, we like guys like Brian Osamoa and mm-hmm. Nicobe Dean, but, like, if anyone gets drafted there with, mm-hmm. you know, second, third-round draft capital, mm-hmm. that's pretty enticing. Yeah, that's, that's a good intriguing. situation. Yep. So, yep. I mean, there's a lot more spots out there. There's probably, you know – 10 or 12 decent landing spots for some of these rookies. And I don't know that there's 10 or 12 linebackers really that you want, you You, know, you could go almost team by team around the league and talk about how many Los Angeles Rams still need a running back, a linebacker, Linebacker Los Angeles chargers still need a linebacker. The Raiders. I mean, we could go from West to East. I think even the Steelers, I mean, even outside of Cole Holcomb, but the Steelers could use an LB too. Who is a linebacker on the chargers right now? Besides Kenneth Murray. I think they still Eric have like Calvin and the way. Yeah, Kendrick's, yeah really. Kendrick's, Kendrick's. That's right. I knew they signed somebody. I was like, wait, Drew Tranquil's gone. Yeah. But uh, I mean, Kendrick's. who's there? They're expecting a lot out of him. I mean, he was, yeah. he was, he was, you know, on he, the lost a, he was hobbled last year, yeah. but he, he's lost a step for sure. Could y'all see, I know y'all both like Sanders a lot, but could you put Henley at least in front of Trenton Simpson? Maybe? Yes. 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 Trenton Simpson no, scares me. Yeah. Simpson. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm totally off of, actually, I think I'm off of Simpson, um, especially if Arizona drafts him, but that's that's near the here or there but i think i'm actually off of simpson um i don't know just something something ain't you know something ain't right i don't know josh on a lot of this stuff for the small school guys like you know henley played at nevada for several years before going to washington state do you think about that at all in terms of like idp linebackers yeah i mean it's um it's definitely a consideration uh the level of competition um not as much for the defense, um, but especially linebacker, uh, but it is absolutely something I think you have to pay attention to because it's going to, in, in a lot of cases, flatten the learning curve a little bit when these guys are playing at these, you know, SEC level schools, you know, these power five type of schools. Um, but at the end of the day, if the dude, like Mike says, has it between the ears, if he has the athletic measurables and lands in a good spot, I don't care if he went to, you know, Lindsey Wilson. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> uh, sign me up, you know, like shout out Lindsey Wilson. I almost went Lindsey Madison, which is the cosmetology school or there. Drawn's junior college here in Bowling Green. A lot to choose from. A lot to choose from. And with the way the linebacker position, you'd think it'd be valued a little bit more, but it really isn't a linebacker that goes in the second or third round. Even the fourth round is not a bad thing nowadays. Mm-hmm. Cause like the second, third or fourth, I mean, they might as well have been drafted. Mm-hmm. early because mm-hmm. they're 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 not going in the first round and they're that's they're true not like a second valued. round line linebacker you sure. can kind of look at as like a first round draft capital because they're getting everyone's getting bumped back because the mm-hmm. nfl's devaluing linebackers yeah. so i like it's all how edge we, rushers it's all edge yeah, rushers exactly. in that that's, first round edge rushers cornerbacks you know mm-hmm. as to, in terms of the defensive guys so yep. All right, we know Dayon Henley is going to excite the table here, but let's move to your next guy, Mike, out of another small school, Tulane. He was the next player on your list. I got Dorian Williams. 
Um, another guy, um, he has actually pretty decent coverage skills. So I think those coverage abilities, um, and granted it's, it's Tulane, but I think the coverage abilities are something that's going to keep him on the field, um, in those nickel and passing downs, uh, was pretty good in, in zone, had really good eyes. Um, he yielded just 143 yards in coverage and 59 yards after the catch. So pretty solid in, in limiting yards and getting to the tackle uh, and, and not limiting and, and just limiting those yards after the catch really fluid in movement. He has good recognition post snap. So he kind of has a good idea of what's coming really physical in blocks and he's going to knock you on your ass. Um, does a great job at disguising his dropping coverage. And if the quarterback is on the move again, doesn't hesitate, no wasted movement and getting after the, getting after the ball carrier or the quarterback. Um, Again, just a little bit of a few weaknesses and like a lot of some of these rookies, uh, just shedding blocks. If he doesn't break off the block, um, he'll get pushed around a little bit and just needs to get a little bit shifty uh, in getting past the blocks. But he has really good speed, really good length. Um, could be kind of that overhang type linebacker that Isaiah Simmons is. Uh, but I actually like him a little bit more than Isaiah Simmons. I Just something about him. Um, depending on the draft spot, again, he may not be productive year one but I do think he kind of is going to be a, a steal in rookie drafts and a, uh, and a pretty decent taxi stash. So I think if you get him in like the fourth or fifth of your rookie draft, I think you're, you're shaping up pretty nicely and stash him on your taxi squad. And, and if he does have a good landing spot, uh, you'll probably, you might be able to bring him up a, a little bit quicker, but I think defensive coaches are really going to like his coverage ability. I like this guy looking at the rookie ranks you got here, Addy. We're talking about 6'2", 228, 44940 with a 92nd percentile speed score. And a uh, what do we got here? Uh, 8.79 on the RAS. Uh, 14 games last year, 132 tackles, eight and a half tackles for loss, and five sacks. What's not to like about this guy? Very nice, man. I mean, yeah, fifteen point six percent tackle rate, mm-hmm. seven point three tackles per game. Yeah, I mean, ni- he, uh, nineteen point three in last year. Hundred, yeah, hundred thirty-two tackles, fifteen percent win rate. Get pressure. So, um, but yeah, love. He's tackle machine is, and that's what we want out of our linebackers, right? Tackles. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you like that he can, you know, get get back there and get some sacks too. Like he reminds me a little bit of. Uh, Nick Bolton, like how Nick Bolton was kind of mm-hmm. slept on in rookie drafts. Like you could get Nick Bolton in like the, you know, mm-hmm. in your non-sharp leagues, you get him like in the fifth round. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we, we know the rest of the story there, but this could be a really sneaky late round pick for you. Basically in three years of playing it, he played four years, but three years of a lot of games played at Tulane. He had mm-hmm. 27 tackles for loss, mm-hmm. nine and a half sacks. That's um, nice. A lot I of like tackles. solos. Like 316 sa- tackles basically in three years. So yeah. 43 games. Yeah, over 2,000 snaps. Yes, and I should mention those tackle rates that I'm talking about, those are career tackle rates. So 15.6% career tackle rate. That's like the best of anyone on this wow. list. Wow, that's nice. I think and 189 was- solos. So if you're in those two-point per solo leagues, he can get the solo tackles. I think he had 81 in 2022. <laughs> and was, again, with some of these guys, you see kind of like the – you know, the, the, the more assistant solos, but not, not with this guy. Also in Addy's rookie ranks, you can find a lot of this information. Oh, that's where I'm looking at it from. It's just got, so everybody's it's got clear. all in there. It's, the it's, IDP it's pretty ridiculous. It's a great resource. There's many lists out there like, yeah, this. you had uh, tackle rate. I love it. It's R and then the number eight. That's fantastic in the ranks here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was talking to Macri today, NFL 
Tackle efficiency average, 13.3%. So this guy is well above average. You mm -hmm. love to see it. Oh, let's also mention this. Uh, 97 tackles, 15 and a half tackles for loss, three and a half sacks as a sophomore. That's very so nice. That early production. We love going to see against it. guys that were likely much older. Love to see it. Love to see it. Well, this is great, Mike. We're we're touching on some guys that are getting us excited here. So let's keep the ball rolling. Switch over to the SEC and talk about the third guy on your list. Who do you got? I got Owen Pepo. Pepoe. Pepo. Pepo. Yes. We're going with Pepo. 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 Yes. <laughs> um, another thing that's pretty common is the undersized linebacker, the 6'1", 215, 220. Uh, and I think the NFL is just going to have to adapt to these guys. They can play. Um, they're, they're relatively durable. Cause if you look, they're playing 600, 700, 800 snaps. So obviously the NFL game is a little bit different, but football is football, but, uh, Popo is aggressive. Uh, he he's twitchy and his play just, it seems to make up for his size. He's got plus sideline to sideline range. Um, so he has range and matching up in man and zone dude ran a 4.39. I try not to get up in the 40 yard, but seeing his, his 40 yard and some of his tape. It, it matches. He, he hits the gas on the burst. He's a big hitter, big hitter. Um, uses his hands pretty well to, to kind of cut through traffic. Uh, has the athleticism to run with tight ends and pass catching backs. And again, last season, just seven missed tackles over 806 defensive snaps. So he's efficient with his tackling, doesn't miss. Um, just needs to improve his eyes a little bit in coverage. It needs to be more proactive as opposed to reactive. So he kind of has that I guess uh, looking like he's stuck in mud or concrete. So he just needs to trust his instincts, trust what he sees and go instead of react. Cause usually by then it's a little bit too late, but again, dude can play football. He can play in sub packages and nickel. Um, he could probably again, kind of play on that, that weak side, that right side alignment alignment, but he can play on both sides. Um, just might need to be kept a little bit clean early on in his career. But again, one of those nice, uh, stashes and and you know like you said Josh the the Auburn pedigree is not a bad thing but um, you know but could be again one of those those taxi stashes probably could get again get him in the fourth fifth round you might be able to get him in the sixth if no one's paying attention yeah yeah love that uh, the dude's a blazer Addy four point three nine like Mike mentioned ninety seventh percentile speed score nine point three two RAS not as productive as we saw with Dorian but uh, Auburn pedigree interests me. A little bit smaller, six foot one, two twenty six. Uh, sure, but he's solid option. There's yeah. some nice things to like about Pepo. Yeah, he's in that what linebacker, you know, six to twelve range, you know, some somewhere in there. Yep. Um, but yeah, I I think he could be pretty solid. I mean, that's a common theme we've seen with all these linebackers. Very athletic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that may be a kind of a. A note here, Bobo, as we look at some of these interesting prospects, is you got to have that athleticism to play linebacker in the modern NFL. You know who else ran a four three nine? Bobby it, Reynolds, Bobby Isaiah Reynolds, Simmons and Bobby Reynolds. That's accurate. <laughs> yes, I did run a four three nine. Was that uh, before after high school? Uh, that was, was peak high school. Peak right high there. school. That was yesterday. Yeah. It was at yeah. He was out timing himself at the disc golf yeah, course. That's it. But no, uh, I, I love to see it. You know, um, the SEC stuff does elevate it you know it just makes you think okay maybe this guy's a, a little bit more maybe nfl smart you know seen a lot of defenses maybe um seen a lot more i don't know maybe just a lot more ready i, I don't know maybe that's a thing in the past honestly um i think it these, should be 
some of these divisions are 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 leveling up. You know, I'm not a college guy by any means, but um, I don't know. Maybe we knock these other guys for not being in the SEC enough. I like how you talk through that. Huh? I like how you talk through that. Yeah, I, I kind of <laughs> pulled an Addy. I went all the way around. You arrive at that conclusion. Um, right back yeah. where I was. Right back to – Just cut um, that if you don't mind, yeah, I don't Josh. know where we ended up there. Um, but, uh, yeah, Papo, like Adam said, kind of in this, yeah, 6 to 12 range. I think there's going to be – Am I drafting for his name? Yeah, honestly. I mean, Papo is – there's a, From doing yeah. the combine recap when we were just feeling our way through the blo- the darkness there. Bolton, Simmons, and Peppo at law. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's, Are we talking about Servassier tonight? Are we I getting there? I don't know. I did see a Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. Nice. Later, a like l- little further down in Adam's ranks, which is fantastic. But there's Servassier Dennis. Wow. Mm, for real. That's true. That yeah. was, uh, what was it? Um, UK has a running back, Cavassier Smoke. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Nice. I think that was it. Yeah, that's incredible. Linebacker out of Pitt. Yeah. Is that well, better or worse than uh, Smoke Monday? That's a good one too. Isn't that a uh, Divine Diablo is still the best name? Yeah, that's true. That's really, that's really mm-hmm. strong. We talked about okay. Smoke Monday on last Soft year's pod with Mike. Brilliant. I remember having an extensive Smoke Monday discussion, and it didn't turn out well at all. I know we did not Smoke Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday really any of the end of the week. Of the week. Yeah, it was sad. Well, Although, I've heard the one linebacker though that I didn't touch on that actually has a pretty good name, Bumper Pool. Yeah, yes, Bumper there we pool. go. I remember hearing that guy's name during a game broadcast, and I was like. This is it. We may have arrived at peak name right here. <laughs> we yeah, arrived he, at Key and Peel. <laughs> exactly. He's there with with uh, Drew Sanders, man. That guy was a ta- bumper pool was a tackle machine. <laughs> I literally can't <laughs> listen to you say bumper pool was a tackle machine. He was. I mean, it, would he? There's no way he's not going to be a tackle machine. He had to have like six point nine tackles per game or something absurd. We we need to find it real fast. Hold okay, on, his let's, dad's let's, like a billiards champion. I was gonna say, yeah, has what anybody is, played bumper pool? Is that have, no. you, has anybody played bumper pool? Actually? No, I have not. Um, okay, I have. It's interesting. I've I've played bumper bowling. That's actually yep. my preferred. Is way bumper to play pool bowling. the one with all those like knobs and stuff with in the all middle the knobs of it? And you got to get yeah. around. Okay. Yeah. So I have yep. played it. It's really yep. difficult. Is it? It's really hard. It's like let's make a game that's already hard way <laughs> yeah. more difficult. Yeah. No thank And you just have one hole to get it into. Come on now. Okay, uh, Bumper Pool had 441 <laughs> college tackles. Jesus. 16.6% uh, oh. tackle rate as well. That's insane. So that was like 8.6 tackles per game. But, uh, yeah, that was the guy that was next to Drew Sanders. I put that together there night watching the games like, oh, yeah, Bumper Pool. He's, that's, that's him. <laughs> that's the guy. A new LB1 yeah. emerges. Exactly. Well, there you go. Just a bonus name <laughs> thrown in, folks. Just scrap everything. Yeah, just, just yeah. scrap We'll just end it right there. Some that's bumper right. pull talk. That's Save awesome. a 10th for bumper pull. That's right. Get your 10th round picks out. Uh, well, we've, Watch I've, him really hit. I've heard of all these names, <laughs> Mike, so. from when we did the combine recap pie, but this next guy on your list is one that I hadn't come across yet. So let's talk about the next guy on your list. Yeah, from NC State, he is a uh, he really kind of just emerged over the last couple of weeks for me, honestly. Um, Isaiah Moore, um, NC State, um, did some review on him, and he just kind of stood out. Has a really good inside linebacker build, six uh, two, about two thirty five. Um, if you don't account for him in pass protection, he is going to make you pay, and pay you will. Uh, he's slithery, uh, takes really good routes, good angles to get to the ball. Um, and was one of the top run defending linebackers in the nation um, last season. So can really good running downhill, stop the run, shoots the gap with no hesitation. Um, and he kind of is the, 
uh, he's the Tecmo Bowl linebacker. If he recognizes the play, you're screwed. You know, if, if you know, when you pick the play and you realize uh, you snap the ball and you've got like 20 guys around you, that's him. If he recognizes the play, he's that Tecmo Bowl guy. He is going to swarm you. Uh, processes uh, things quickly, can hold up in traffic. Um, just a little bit, a few of his weaknesses kind of seems a little bit robotic. Um, he can be over aggressive and overrun plays. So if they, if so if opposing offenses figure that out, they'll just be over to overrun him. Um, and he kind of can sometimes struggle to recover in, in zone because of his robotic. But uh, other than that, pretty good athletes um, can get to the quarterback and get pressure. 27.7% pressure rate um, over three seasons. He played just over 1600 snaps and had a 134 percent tackled rate so um isaiah moore is definitely has has risen uh up my board and i have no problem going with a third or fourth um if you're like a get my guy type of a of a of a drafter if, if you really like him uh probably third or fourth round i i don't have a problem uh with reaching on him sounds like mike maybe planting a little flag on isaiah moore uh-huh. there maybe yeah, maybe uh-huh you love him <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it Eddie. sounds like he might be sitting in a tree little smitten k-i-s-s-i-n-g yeah. i was trying to i was gonna go d-r-a-f-t-i-n-g but i didn't want to misspell it <laughs> so i couldn't do it fast enough i, I didn't trust my brain to you would have cut it you would have cut I, that yes yeah. i would have cu- always cut yeah. my oh, you oh yeah. yeah oh yeah but it's always such a such a laborsome <laughs> task to help me and adam out oh, i've cut Jeez, some of your stuff bobby <laughs> I messed up a millisecond. Come on, what do you? So, if you're planting the flag on more, Mike, where where's your peak landing spot? Um, honestly, if 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 he landed in Cleveland, I wouldn't mind him <laughs> landing there. Um, I mean, I know they've got Koromoa, but other than that, behind Koromoa. I mean, Anthony Walker is a good leadership guy. Um, and actually the run defense kind of turned to crap when he got hurt. But um, I, if Cleveland drafted him in kind of that fourth, fifth round, I wouldn't mind that spot at all. Um, I mean, again, some of the other spots we touched on with, uh, um, you know, with the Steelers, the Raiders, those types of spots, I, I'd have no problem. I wouldn't even mind the Giants. Giants, I think, are still in need of, a, of an off-ball linebacker, even though they got Okereke. Uh, but who's behind him? I mean, Micah McFadden, eh? I mean, he could be just a guy. Um, hey, they brought in Deion Jones today. Just for a visit, Adam. Just for a visit. Don't you put that <laughs> hey, They're not going to let that guy leave, i tell you that. <laughs> Don't you put that evil stank on uh, my beautiful Bobby O'Shares. Let's and just can get, we have yeah. someone replace Alex Anzalone in, in Detroit, please? Yes, for God's sake. What are we doing there, guys? Yeah, this is where that's Jack Campbell, Drew Sanders. Can you yeah. imagine? Please go there. Please. Yeah. <laughs> please. More. What if, what, if more, what if more goes to one of those juicy spots, Mike? What are you mm. going to do? How high are you willing to take him? Are you willing to spend a first-round pick? Oh, I'll, just, I'll, I'll unload the clip. He'll be my 101. Over Will Anderson. <laughs> there you go. As it should That's be. That's what IDP needs. We need to have a big take like that. Oh, it's Isaiah Moore over Bijan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lead the yep. charge, Mike. Yep. And then your e- every week he's checking in and showing how much more yeah. is per- Let me know how that pans out for you, yeah. Mike. Bijan at number it's not two. Over. Yes, yeah, it's not behind an well. IDP. Yes, I think he would stop reporting in almost immediately about that. Um, well, let's keep it rolling here, Mike. This is fun. I'm enjoying this, and let's talk about uh, a city that the people around this table have been to quite frequently. Cincinnati. Who is the next linebacker on your list? Ivan Pace. Very small. Very small. Five eleven. Uh, and hey, it shows easy, up. Easy, Mike. 
and it shows no, that's up. That's <laughs> Pretty big. <laughs> but played. Was, but played in Miami. Made the transfer to Cincinnati. Does that make us like? Does that make us like height challenged at like five foot eight? I mean. Yeah, we're all hygiene. <laughs> I spent a long time on how small you were. Yeah. <laughs> Easier, Mike. <laughs> Adam gets real triggered when you talk about how short he is. But sorry, Mike, continue. Oh, I'm actually kind of that's tall. That's tall. That's I'm kind of tall. That's, that's I'm, a, not, that's a I'm, taller than, I'm taller than Josh. I'll that say true. that. Yeah, that is true. He wears uh, high heel shoes. Oh, man. So. But, uh, but I think his size is definitely going to come into question. Um, when it comes to a spot, when it get where it comes to get drafted, but uh, but again, he's he's really smart, tracks the ball well in traffic. Uh, but when you do see him play, it's like that uh, Madden glitch when you see you know someone like two inches tall trying to keep up with all the with all the tall guys, but he's making plays. I mean, you can't you can't deny the fact that he's making plays that he's getting tackles. He's got really good change of direction, really good uh, recognition. There's no hesitation. Again, um, he kicks it up a notch when he's, when he sees a play um, in the words of, of worm from rounders, when he sees a mark, he takes him down. That's, that's, always, that's him. I always enjoy so, Mike's references. So a uh, few weaknesses. He, he does have a, he does have a very short tackle area. He had 30 missed tackles over the last two seasons. He had 18 missed tackles in 2022. So that's a little bit of a problem. Uh, probably won't be able to cover tight end, but he's got a good sideline to sideline range. Um, he can get under offen- offensive linemen because of his size. Um, I think if he were 6'2", 6'3", I mean, you're probably talking about a first or second rounder, uh, but he's played around to shortcomings. His, you know, and <laughs> there is a pun, I pun intended, Um I think he's going to be an, an intriguing prospect. Uh, I think talent could win out, but I think he's going to be another taxi stash. Yeah, uh, this uh, this guy went from like five foot eleven to two inches tall uh, in the span of this analysis. <laughs> it makes me think about like NFL minis. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that account still around? I feel like I follow them, but I haven't seen while. anything in a while. They should have, they should have done more, man. They should have yeah. continued. To, they didn't post enough. Yeah, I'll yeah. say that. <laughs> post more NFL minis. Yeah, I mean, no one stuffed the stat sheet more than Ivan Pace Jr. 13 games, 136 tackles, 20 and a half tackles for loss and nine sacks. Good uh, God. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was looking at the athleticism and it wasn't quite there for me. Then I scrolled over to the production and I was like, oh, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the PFF grades were also really, really good. 93.1 PFF I mean, he, grade. He graded as the uh, the highest defender, I think, or at least the highest graded linebacker. Mike, was, how tall is JOK? 6'1". Is he six one? I didn't think he. Was, I thought he was like. I right thought he's six, six foot sure. six one. Yeah, know. he's not not much taller than me. Yeah, yeah, just barely. Adam's uh, if barely. Any. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're you're pushing like six two now, aren't you? I mean, going to play linebacker <laughs> on, on a on a short day, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, this dude. I mean, I know the athleticism isn't really there. The size, right. you know, Not really there, but ultra productive dude ultra productive ultra. looks also very tight mm-hmm. ratted up completely i gotta look at this dude now mm-hmm. very cool looking one of the cooler looking linebackers so that does mm-hmm. count for loss also i mean I, I, I like the pace jr that's a strong yeah. last name kind of absolutely a, kind of a good name he looks sick in these cincinnati uniforms he looks very cool oh, yeah. good very god good in the uniforms. The drip fact good drip 
You're coming out of Cincinnati being a Bearcat. Yes. You're probably pretty driven. Every every jersey shot of this guy, he's got it ha- pulled halfway up his yes. Halfway no, up he his shows line. off. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, he's, he's got the midriff The Zeke. Yes, the Zeke. Yeah. So he's aware that he's looking good. I would like to be a little less showy with that. I'm not crazy about that. But uh, he knows he looks hot. He does look hot. I mean, you, what can you say? Can we get this guy to six one? Can we can we put some inserts? Put some, lips, yeah, <laughs> some orthotics. Mickey get from Seinfeld. Up. Mickey yes, from Seinfeld. Go. Put in the couple lift. couple extra inches. There would be great. That's mm-hmm. what she said. Um, so yeah, Ivan Pace Jr. I am interested in this guy. If I'm sitting there, I've got some fourth round picks. I think I have a fifth round pick this mm-hmm. year. I'll be looking at a guy like this. Sure, I mean, why not? Everything's landing spot dependent, but um, I think all of these guys are going to be on my radar no matter where they land, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when you see a guy score like that, you know, <laughs> produce like that, that stuff usually translates. <laughs> I want to take a swing on those guys. You know, if, you they're, know? if they are going get to get an opportunity, of course. I mean, obviously, he could be a huge bust, but if he does happen to, to get an opportunity, if he does end up playing really well, man, you might just have you a... Dude. League winning type linebacker. 2021 and 2022, he had like 250 tackles. He had 33 tackles for loss and 11 sacks in those two years. Baller. Dude, I mean, seriously. He had 41 and a half tackles for loss career. <laughs> and then that was like 1.2 per game. That was like, like Will Anderson was like 1.4, I think. Thank you for wow. bringing this guy to our attention, Mike. Yeah, this is beautiful. Well, now I have a pace. To him. Let's hey, uh, we've known for a while if you're in the sheets. Yeah. You're in the sheets? The freak, spreadsheets. Freak in the sheets. Yeah. <laughs> Let me clarify. Let me definitely clarify. You freaks. <laughs> yeah, you freaks. Uh, let's talk about the next linebacker on your list, Mike, before Adam says something else completely inappropriate. And we are going to Wisconsin for this next guy. Adam, you can say everything inappropriate. It doesn't matter. I would like to point out if you're watching on the YouTube's, like Mike looks like Morpheus for uh, like half of the <laughs> half the time because just the way like you know the, you look in the screen like we look it, it looks like blue sunglasses. Yes, on it does. Ours. It's yes. very cool. Yes. yes, it's very drippy, Mike. It's a good look. You what got the drip tonight. <laughs> Red pill, blue you? pill. See. <laughs> it's true. It we, is, we know. Movies. Watch the YouTube, folks. You can check out Mike as uh, as Morpheus here. I don't know how to come back from that one. <laughs> Let's talk Nick Herbig. All right. We will talk Nick Herbig from Wisconsin. So mostly played on the edge, but I think he's going to make the transition to off-ball linebacker. And I think he's probably going to get comped to Joe Schobert and TJ Watt. Um, has a, a very – he's a bit undersized compared to, to Watt. Um, has real good lateral movement, though. But what you're going to see, he had very similar numbers – uh, tackle numbers to Joe Schobert, um, and they kind of played similar positions. He's real flexible around the edge, uh, plays really well downhill, uh, drops into coverage that is really fluid with his change of direction, does have an impact at the line of scrimmage. 30 tackles for loss over the 21-22 seasons. Um, and again, over his career at Wisconsin, very, very similar to numbers to Joe Schobert. And we kind of saw when when Schobert was a three-down guy in Cleveland, look at the tackle numbers he put up when he was an off-ball linebacker. Um, very slithery, and he has really good uh, hand, hands that really kind of catch opposing uh, offensive linemen off guard. Really good, pre, pre, really good recognition pre-snap um, that I think can also help him transition to an off-ball linebacker. Um, some of his weaknesses just – 
no real experience in man coverage. Um, and I, there is a little bit of an adjustment to transition to, to off ball linebacker, but again, has speed and athleticism. I think to make that transition um, just might need to uh, hit some of the weight gainer, hit that weight gainer, 3000 beefcake mm-hmm. for all you old school South park fans. <laughs> the references keep rolling in. I don't, I don't know any of them, but I love that Mike is throwing them out there. Um, because you shoot your shot, shoot or shoot, Addy. As we know, I feel like we probably should know most of these. I mean, these are these are pretty, you know. Yeah, these aren't like obscure these are big properties. Yeah. We're just, you know, we're we're losers. I'm not Dennis Miller here, and I'm throwing things <laughs> out from like literature, from like and well, Sanskrit Ad- references, and you know, I'm not, Adam hasn't watched anything but yeah. cringe comedy since like 2004. Yeah, so. it's, a, it's it's unfortunate, man. Yeah. yeah, it's all NFL for me. Doesn't stop ever for me, guys. <laughs> I never stop. It's true. Rise, I see you rise in the and grinding and grinding and rising. I'm yeah. never stop stopping. Yeah, it's right. I don't have time for it. That's a promise I made to the listeners when I signed up for this in 2019. <laughs> I do see edits at like 1:40 in the morning, Bobo, on the on the spreadsheets. Hey, I'm I'm here for it. If you've been in the stat sheets, you've been in the rookie ranks here lately. You'd understand. You understand. There's levels. There's <laughs> levels to it. So, Bobo, what do we think about a guy possibly making a transition from edge to off-ball linebacker? I mean, I think it'll be fine. The guy sounds like he's pretty talented. Did uh, Chenal go to Wisconsin? He did. Mm, so this was uh, the Chenal... Um, um, Scaling the double-decker bus school of football. Gosh, I could watch that. that Another type. I could watch that so many times. He does. I think he does watch he does. it. I think yes, he does. Sir. I think he's scared to admit yes, how much sir. he watches. LB4, it's Leo Chanel. <laughs> exactly. LB4. The day you slide Bolton below Chanel. Yeah. And then he gets drafted happens. to Kansas City. Yep, there we go. That's yeah, how Herbig, things go. He sounds good, man. Um, you know, edge to off ball is going to be pretty tricky. I think the bigger problem for Herbig sounds like it's going to be no experience in man. Yeah. Um, if you're, you know, out there on an island by yourself, you can made to be Looked a fool in Looked the NFL, and uh, may may uh, may happen, old her big. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, what you got there? I thought I was just waiting for you to yeah. finish that point there. Yeah. Let yeah. me think about analysis. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. You never know. You never know. That sounds good, Adam. Thank you for that. Let's go back to Mike now for. <laughs> let's yeah, let's legitimately move on, Mike, because um, yeah, I don't know what rest of this table is going to add to that conversation. But who's the next guy on your list? A small school standout from Jackson State, Aubrey Miller. Uh, pretty solid in coverage, allowed a fifty-eight percent catch rate, uh, just one hundred twenty-nine <laughs> yards after the catch. Uh, had a thirteen point eight percent tackle rate in twenty twenty-two, ninety-three tackles. Had 224 total tackles over three seasons at Jackson State, uh, 13.1% tackle rate. But missed tackles were an issue. Uh, he had 14 missed tackles total between 2020 and 2021. Uh, had t- 17 in 2022. So I'm just, you know, it's just one of those things. He uh, he he just forgot to break down and wrap. Uh, but he's got good build. He's got a good temperament. Um, stacks and breaks off well in traffic and blocking and really is just kind of, um, he, he doesn't stop in pursuit. Uh, my only, I guess my only concern is when it comes to these smaller schools, um, will the place be translate to, to the next level? So that's really kind of my only concern. Um, but you know, if you've got multiple six, seventh round picks, however deep or however long your uh, you know, however much your, your rookie draft goes, um, if you just need a filler, 
Um, I think Aubrey Miller is 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 a, is a good filler. If you need a filler, draft Miller. I was gonna say, that's that's his. That could be that's a, a great slogan for your draft pedigree. That could be huge. That really could be huge. So did he play for uh, for prime last season at Jackson State? Yeah, that would have been prime. Wow, oh, cool. That's awesome. So um, <laughs> I'm curious, Mike, when you're looking at some of these smaller school guys. What is it about them that makes your ears perk up? Is there one thing in particular, maybe a couple boxes that they check to get on your radar? I think with him, I think it was his coverage um, that kind of that kind of stood out. And plus, uh, don't we want to all be smarter than everybody else? So isn't it more of an ego thing saying, hey, I got this guy. This is one of the guys I, I checked off and mentioned way back when it became a star. So no, but seriously. Um, yeah, I think it's it's the coverage and the tackle numbers. That sounds like two pretty important things, Bobo. Yeah, is this even going to be like the type of guy that we pay attention to in drafts, or is this like a waiver guy? Keep an eye on him, yeah, on waivers. Yeah, Taxi probably. stash. Yeah, exactly. So like I said, if you've got a bunch of picks and you're just kind of rounding out your roster and you're deciding between maybe, uh, I don't know. I don't know all the rookies, but, you know, if you want to take a chance at some upside. For sure. I like that. Yeah. Makes Good a lot size. Of sense. 6'2, 225. Big dude for Jackson State. And yeah. I mean, let's be honest, most of these guys are probably going to be on waivers. Yeah, yeah. You mm-hmm. know? These are these are deep cuts here. Mm-hmm. Most people are, are that's aware. What we're about. Rookie that's sleepers. What we, and that's what we want. Yep. That's why Mike's here. But most people, most, you know, most people are only aware of the first, what, six linebackers? Five, five guys. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Six is pushing it probably. Even in most of your good linebacker drafts, how many are really drafted? Yeah, you know you're probably mm-hmm. drafting six or seven edges. Kind of interesting to look at, like yeah. over the course of our main well, dynasty league, how many linebackers go each year? Yeah, per, yeah, exactly. I would guess maybe six or seven, maybe eight, and then probably three or four DBs. Maybe more than that. Yeah, like Jalen Petre was undrafted in m- most drafts last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. That's surprising. Uh, yeah, he was undrafted he in was, our main league, was he not? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Now, now, most of our drafts are only five rounds. I mean, we have yeah. a couple leagues where we've seven got six rounds. or seven he's, he's rounds. Definitely drafted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, he made it through in a few. It's going to be interesting in some of our drafts to see where Jalen Carter goes because he's going to be drafted in most of our IDP drafts. Just because he's say. a big name. But you think yeah. about it, too. I mean, five rounds in a 12-team league, that's 60 picks. 60 picks. It's, it's probably going to skew more offense. I don't yeah. think it's going to be a straight 30-30 split. You're probably going to see more like – 35, 25, somewhere yeah. in that range. So if you're down to 25 IDPs split across five position groups, not going to have any CBs taken most likely. No. And, but, and I bet Kansi gets drafted too. Yeah. 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 So You'll have, be, every be two year you probably tackles. have like two or Branch. three defensive tackles. Yeah. Branch will go. I, there'll, be, there'll be some yeah, other safeties with, to get capital and get yeah. drafted up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think with this draft, I think it could be a linebacker. And then you'll probably have. I think like three or the three or four big safeties go next before another linebacker I think is taken. Mm. And it's, and, and I, and I know we're a, we're a linebacker thirsty group because yeah. I, I mean, every it's like the running backs. You look for a running back and that guy's gone. I think we've all become real linebacker thirsty, but should, should we be, shouldn't we be edge thirsty? I oh, mean, yeah. because I like this draft we will be, it's it's great to be like linebacker knowledgeable and know depth charts because when 
Shaq Leonard doesn't play, then you need to know Zaire. And then when Z when Bobby O signed somewhere else, you need to know that they re-signed DJ Speed. Like, you need to know the depth of these teams. Yep. But, man, like, I don't know, IDP-wise, just like we've been drafting in these best balls, pay attention to your dang edges. Get your edges yeah. set, and then we can, we can figure out linebacker and DB well into the – 30th round you yeah know? i think with edge though i think again it's a, a learning curve some of these edges only come with really one move yeah and once the time i mean and you know if that move gets figured out you need to develop a another move set so i think that's sometimes the the issue with some of the edge rushers is they haven't developed those secondary move sets but uh i'm paying attention to any linebackers that attend uh von miller's pass rush academy so keep mm -hmm. You pay attention because Max Crosby was a was a graduate of that. So pay attention to those edge rushers that attend the Von Miller training camp. Mike, are you um, where are you at with Will Anderson? Is he already immediately up there with Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon, you know, Jalen Phillips, those types? Um, I, I, do, I, I don't know. I go back and forth with Will Anderson because I think he's – I think it all depends on what his designation is coming out. Is he going to be a linebacker? Is he going to be a defensive end? Because um, he's looking like another Micah Parsons. But if he's got the a, a DE tag, then I'm probably going to be more interested. But if he does come in with a linebacker, I I don't know. I don't think I'll be as as in, in, interested on him. You got to think Sleeper probably throws the duel on him yeah. just from the jump. Yeah. Yeah, quite honestly, man, I I don't even. And did MFL worry like about switch? Who cares? Did MFL I mean, also make the a yeah switch, switch too? Okay, I yeah. think he'll, he'll probably be designated D end on D end. And, so. Yes, yes. Yeah. But yeah, let's let's assume edge defensive end designation. And yeah, if you're in leagues like that, get out of them. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, it's <laughs> it's weird to be handcuffed by these arbitrary designations that are quite often wrong. Yeah. yeah. Like we're all big boys. Like you, like yeah, we trust that you guys are smart. Like figure it out. If you're yeah. being hamstrung by settings, yeah. Like find a Change different this, league. Yeah. yeah. Now what Get was it. the question? Now am I do do I put Will Anderson like above Hutchinson, those guys? Yeah. Yeah. Let's assume let's assume he's designated as an edge. Okay. And like if I'm and if this Hutch is just like Hutchinson, a mixed drive. Yeah, mixed, Hutchinson. Yeah, I offer you a trade. Offer you a trade. Um, you give me Aiden Hutchinson, I give you Will Anderson. I'm keeping Hutchinson. I think All right. I'll what about what about too. Will Anderson Kayvon? Uh I'm probably keeping Kayvon. Uh, and the only reason why is because like I drafted these guys and I believe in them and I want to hang on to them. That makes That's sense. just kind of what I and how I'll, I come at it. I'll be honest. I, I love them all. I you. I want them all. I don't <laughs> care. Here's a trick question, Mike. You passed. <laughs> you passed. Good job. Anderson, Jalen Phillips. Oh man. I mean, I my heart wants Jalen Phillips, but mm. I mean, I, I I think Will Anderson is absolutely special. I will say two human beings that I really trust, Joey the Tooth and John Macri, just gushed for about just ten gushed. minutes about Will Anderson. But if it, you saw us on the YouTube, you'd check it out in a yeah, short. Yeah, I mean, it's situational, too. That, yeah. is, that is correct. Um, it's situational, I'm interested to too. see what Fangio does with, with Phillips and, and Chubb, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. But you think about those guys like a Hutchinson, Thibodeau, Jalen Phillips, they're going to contribute more to your lineups, most likely this year mm -hmm. because these guys take time to develop even the best edge rushers 
they their kind of talent or production curve goes up significantly as you get into like year two, year three, year four. So it just depends on where you're at. If you're a rebuilding team and you have a chance to grab a Will Anderson, stash him, sure. But if you're a guy that's pushing now, give me those other guys. Yeah. Even yeah. though I think Will Anderson could absolutely produce. You're right. And in, in, in flashes. A month in the season, you, you may be like, oh, God. That's Will Anderson is. Right. Yeah, exactly. Will Anderson is a top five asset. Yep. So, I yep. mean, that is the risk you run. Exactly. But, I mean, again, all those pieces, phenomenal. Those are the guys you want to be targeting. All those guys, in my opinion, are top 10 edges. Will Anderson is already Absolutely. a top 10 edge. Um, uh, uh, this is relevant. Top I, 10 I, overall already? Edge, yes. I think so. In Dynasty, absolutely. Yeah. He's 21. I mean, and he's 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 going to be a, a top five pick. Uh, athletically, everything's there. College production is definitely there. Early on, college production was elite. Like, the guy checks literally every single box. And then you read the comments. I read the comments this, this weekend on Athletic. Uh, they talked to, like, former coaches and stuff, and it's just like – Every Effusive. single thing yeah. you want to hear. It's like, like if Will Anderson busts, we really need to reevaluate right. some things. Yeah. I, the, this, I guess this reminds me of uh, Aaron Curry from 2009. Aaron Curry was a can't miss edge rusher. And pro so I always have those guys in the back of my head. But yes, I, yeah, I, yes. Top boy, top 10, I think is, is a hot take when it comes to overall already, probably. But 15 maybe but i mean yeah, i mean yes fine if you if you're yeah if you're a little more conservative i totally get that we always are a little more optimistic with these younger boys but uh, I, I ran a poll this weekend um scientific big, all right you're the big poll lover as a big poll lover big a lot of people are aware of this uh but i, I will anderson or joey bosa which do you prefer in I'm dynasty will, will bosa i'm probably taking anderson <laughs> will did bosa. you say will bosa <laughs> will bosa <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful Freudian slip. Combine them. That'd be that'd be nasty. I'm going with Anderson. That's easy. Yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. I, I mean, I've never been a Bosa guy, but even I've got even Bosa the optimistic my top fifteen. Yeah. Even the optimistic Bosa manager is saying, "Yeah, give me Will Anderson." Okay. Well, what about does Daniel Hunter change that? If I said Daniel Hunter or Will Anderson, Will Anderson for this is for Dynasty. Yes, correct. Oh God! I guess it all depends on your situation. Because if I'm in win now mode, I want Hunter. If I'm in contention, I'm keeping Hunter. I want if Will I can Anderson add Anderson to Hunter, but if I can add yeah. Anderson with Hunter, yeah, absolutely. But no, if I'm in a win now and not allowed to do that, no one's doing that trade. Also, I don't think. I mean, no one should be doing. It. If you if you can no. get those trades, you do that trade. I, I don't think it matters where you are. If you have a chance to get someone seven years younger and could potentially be better than Daniel Hunter, I know the I know the mm -hmm. bus stuff. I know that's possible. There's also it's also possible this guy could be like like we mentioned you, Michael Parsons light. Mm -hmm. So I'll take the swing. Quiddy pay over Will Will Anderson over Will Quiddy Anderson pay? baby. Mm -hmm. Yes, Will Anderson. Thousand Will Anderson's going to win out on a lot of these. Garrett? No. Parsons? Mm -hmm. Nope. Nope. Crosby? Nope. What? Yes. Yes. I think so. Yeah. Take Will Anderson over. Well, yeah, I guess so because of the What's because the brittle bones. Yeah, the brittle bones. Nick Bosa, you're Bosa? taking Bosa. No, you yeah, take, no, no. Nick Bosa's uh, probably two yeah. behind mm -hmm. Parsons for me. Yep. Brian Burns. Uh, yes, I'm taking him over Reddick. Yeah, me too. Take him over. Yeah, what about Burns? That's Burns is actually up there, but I could see this. I could see that flipping. I could see. I could see. Uh, I think I have Burns like five. That's a that's a good one, right? But there. that's a good one. I think that's like. I, I think 
there are no brainers for right. me. And then there's this group that is no brainers on the other side, mm-hmm. the Pays, Daniil Hunters. There's also this group where I really struggle. The Brian Burns, Kayvon Thibodeau, Aiden Hutchinson yes, range. That's I'm like, tough man, one. that's where does Will fall but in that? Those guys order? absolutely deserve respect. And and in my opinion, are top twelve locks. Mm-hmm. Should be. And some of these new guys that you're like, Thibodeau, Jalen Phillips, like we're starting to see it out of some of them, you know? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's there. Well, and especially if Will Anderson gets top five draft capital. Yeah, he's going to land in probably what? Arizona, maybe Indy, maybe the opposite. Oh, my God. That'd be pretty pay. Could you imagine? Give me that all day. So play devil's advocate. Worst case scenario, and Will Anderson doesn't look amazing. Could it be worse than Chase Young's situation exactly. right people now? People still are willing to give you like yeah, multiple. Like people love Chase Young still. Yeah. OSU, Alabama, Dreads. Yeah, the, the draft capital, the hype. I, I mean, am, both both being the highly touted edge rushers of their class. I am that, so out on Chase Young; it's not even funny. I think I barely have him. I think I barely have him ranked. The the dude averaged like five points per game, if that, this year. Like you know, and last year it was like less than seven points per game. Like he has been bad for but two and a half years. That now. name carries a lot of cachet though, Bob. And right. you can tell that from a lot of our best mm-hmm. balls, you know, the ADP mm-hmm. where Chase Young's being drafted is like, gosh, do you guys not know? He doesn't make it out of the, well, he's always drafted within like the first four rounds. Absolutely. Like Third round. Oh, most man, of the time. Are you serious? Yes, dude. It's yeah. insane. Let's, let's, let's pull it up here because that is, um, we, I think we just had our 10th completed best ball pipe in here. So, mm-hmm. Let's take a look at where the good folks are drafting Chase Young. He's one of several players that I'm like, guys, what are we doing? What are we doing? It, and Jordan Brooks. I mean, I, I Jordan Brooks. Oh, Jordan my Brooks God. Is, yeah, so Jordan. We don't so understand. Jordan We've been Brooks telling people to not LB draft LB22. Uh, Shaq Leonard is, I believe, still LB6. Oh that's another one that's like, what is going on what here? What are you doing? And then Chase Young is DL. So that's D-tackle plus D-end, DL19. Gosh, ADP oh of 31.5. So that is basically like a uh, mid third round pick, right? Yeah, who's who's around bad. him, Josh? So you have uh, like, where's Rashawn Gary going? Because I'm easily taking Rashawn Gary over. Chase Gary Young. is still going too high. Harold yeah. Landry is still going too high. Yeah. I mean, right around uh, Chase Young. So this is uh, about three spots up. You got Highsmith, Patrick Queen, Josh Allen, and then right below Chase Young, Frankie Louvu, Yuchina Nuwasu, yeah. Logan Wilson, Zaire Franklin, Matt Milano. Yep. Chase Long, uh, Chase Young don't belong, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's like one of these is I mean, not I'm like taking the Carl other. Granderson over Chase Young. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Now that is rich. <laughs> that's a deep cut. <laughs> that is spicy. That's a spicy meatball, Mike. Is hey, it really? Yes, sir. That's the quote. That's the quote for tonight. That's the spicy meatball. Put that <laughs> put that on the tweet. I'll put that I on the shirt. I got Carl Granderson as my DL23 this year. Wow. Hey, I mean, that's that'd be awesome. He's going to have an opportunity for sure. Yeah, him and Peyton Turner. He's got all his fingers, unlike uh, Marcus. Yeah, that's true. true. <laughs> all right, I don't know how we got off on this tangent, but it's I love good, it. But hey, whatever. But this is, uh, good. this is the good stuff. Let's get back to linebackers, yep. though. Mike, you got some quick hitters you wanted that's to touch on hitters. here. Jumping yep. back to the SEC, who's your first guy? Uh, Ventral Miller from uh, from Florida, linebacker, obviously. Um, good leadership traits. Um, he was the heart and soul of the Gator defense, and I think he does kind of play beyond. Uh, has good re- reads and reacts. Uh, he's explosive downhill, reads routes well in zone. Um, some of his physical traits might be a little bit tough to overcome. Not really overpowering. Kind of gets swallowed up on blocks, but again, kind of 
that taxi stash type guy sleeper name to kind of keep a back in the back of your mind um, in your rookie draft, depending on how many rounds. Um, another one, uh, Mahmoud Diabate, a linebacker from Utah. Uh, he actually transferred to Utah and spent the final year as kind of Devin Lloyd's uh, fill-in. Plays really well sideline to sideline. Another really good downhill attacker, um, but still learning, still raw. Some coverage, issue, some coverage issues. If you're going to have them in on those third downs, those passing downs, you're probably better off sending them out of blitz as opposed to dropping them in coverage. Um, just kind of still learning to get through traffic and kind of needs to plan uh, a move or two uh, uh, to kind of get ahead, to kind of get around the traffic. Um, and then lastly, Henry It is. It's a beautiful song. Uh, from Alabama, you know, big school pedigree, NFL tested. Uh, he actually has experience uh, of being a play caller. So maybe a future green dot uh, short area quickness and covers a uh, covers ground really good in a hurry uh, can kind of struggle in, in coverage responsibilities, especially in zone and just kind of needs to clean up some of the tackle fundamentals. Uh, 16 misses last year, over 780 snaps. Um, and then lastly, another guy that kind of popped up Kyle Sowell out of Arizona state. Really good height and size, 6'4", 235. Uh, has a really good NFL spin move, really good off the snap, good acceleration. 110 tackles over 764 defensive snaps last year, 14.4% tackle rate. So um, some of the weaknesses and kind of tends to avoid the tra- tends to avoid contact uh, and tries to go around instead of taking that point A to point B. That that you know that quick quick shot kind of goes around to the kind of goes around the traffic but uh yeah I, kyle sowell uh arizona state there we go boys i think in total that was uh like 11 names that we yeah. touched on so great stuff mike we appreciate you coming with the deep cuts both in the references and uh, also in the players that we're <laughs> talking up here but folks this is why you tune into the idp show we're going to give you the names that really probably none of your league mates if they don't listen to this show are looking at so a lot of these guys will probably be available late in your draft mm-hmm. and i think draft capital will play a big part in uh, yep. which of these dudes were interested in maybe taking a swing on yep yep there is just free money usually out there on the waiver wires for you if you play in leagues with offense and idp yeah, so one uh, name that that i didn't bring up that is kind of on my fade list and it's not trenton simpson but what do you guys he's what do you guys think of noel's noah suel babo I don't have really an opinion one way or the other. The only only ones that we kind of talked about there at the end that I have some interest in is uh, the Henry Tuoto Toe. He uh, he has Poor some, guy. never going to have his name pronounced correctly. He no. has really he has really good production at um, Alabama. Over mm-hmm. 200 tackles in two years. Has some really healthy TFLs and some sacks in the last couple games. Uh, last couple years, I mean, um, I don't really have any <clears throat> hardcore fades right now at this point. I think the biggest fade would be the one that you probably started off the episode talking about, Trenton Simpson. When you watch Trenton Simpson's tape, it's just not very encouraging, at least to Mm me. Um, I'll be coming out probably with Mach 3.0, I think, this weekend. I don't even know. Trenton Simpson will be pretty late in there. I don't know if he'll be in the third or the fourth. But um, I'm very encouraged to see that you have Henley as the LB2. I don't know that I'll get that high because I really do like Sanders. Mm-hmm. And I think the NFL is really going to like Campbell, but I like the athleticism and the possibility that an NFL team 
could fall in love with Henley. I, I really love that upside that he that he kind of holds. So uh, for me, just looking at Sewell's production, it doesn't seem like the dude was hyper productive. I mean, twelve games, no. only fifty six tackles. He did have five yeah. and a half tackles for loss, but only a sack and a half. Mm, it's pretty meh. That's yeah. pretty meh. I mean, it's the, very meh. You know, size is okay, six foot one, two forty six, but. Um, you know, uh, eight point three six RAS, so that's okay, but um, nothing really but in to this write class, home that's, about. That's average in this yeah. class. That's average. You know, mm -hmm. there's literally all those top three linebackers we, we talked about. Those those guys are all like nine, two eight and above. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, Sewell is a name that always gets brought up, and I don't know if it's because of the bloodline, because of his brother, and that's, that's, that's just, why. Yeah. Oregon. And it's just a name that I I looked at again in production. I'm like, nah, I don't I don't think I I don't really. <laughs> I don't know. He he didn't have a very good year last year, so that kind of was a concern. So yeah, I'm probably I probably won't have him anywhere. You still a pretty healthy believer that you think Will Anderson will go in the first round of IDP drafts? I think so. I think so. I really do. Especially, I think he will go top five. I mm -hmm. think he will be the first non quarterback selected in this draft. I mm -hmm. think it will be. It depends he has on. To be. I think it, it depends on who goes up to three. If someone trades up to three to grab a Richardson or a Bryce Young, mm -hmm. I think you could see him at four, unless another team trades in there that wants to take Levis or Richardson, whoever you know falls. But I really do believe that there's there's really no way that Anderson makes it out of the top five. So, top five pedigree, mm -hmm. you know, top five draft capital. Um, I think he, I think he sneaks into the first round of most rookie drafts. The thing too with Anderson mm -hmm. is I like a lot of the potential landing spots. Arizona, we would like. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Indianapolis we would, would like. be nice. The Pair him up with we would Pay. like. Um, there's a lot of good. Seahawks are at five, I think. Yeah, yeah that'd be great too. Him and Uchenna, yeah. good gosh, that'd yep. be very nice. It'd be fun. So there's not a lot Come of teams on. where he could land because oh, yeah. you got you got to look at okay. There's probably <laughs> like unless a team trades up. Which would be unlikely. Usually, you only trade up for for a quarterback in, for a quarterback into the top five. So there's like a very narrow band of teams that we could look at for landing spots for Anderson. Mm -hmm. um, Houston, I mean, I'm here. Yeah, I'm hearing yeah, chatter. After John, yeah, after Jonathan Greener, they don't have anybody. Yeah. I mean, I've, I'm hearing chatter. Peter King wrote it up that there's a chance they go Will Anderson at two and then come back into the top you know, five or six to grab a quarterback. Interesting. So now, if Will Anderson, if Will Anderson landed with Houston and D'Amico Ryans, mm. that is a yeah, very yeah. good pairing and definitely would be interested in that for sure. Can you give me the Grenard ADP? Because oh, this yes. guy has been such a value. Everyone he's just forgets about Jonathan Grenard. Yeah, he's buried. Mm -hmm. So where, where do you think he is? Any guesses? I'd say he's like DL 50, 60. Yeah. He is DL 61. Wow. Yeah, man. that is ADP of 148. He's standing alone it's, down there. It's beautiful. So, yeah, that's like um, end of the 12th, start of the 13th. Yeah, that's great. That's about as good as you can do in the 13th round. Yeah, let's say that, let's say Anderson does land in Houston. Maybe there is a shocker at the top of the draft. Um, there's nowhere, he, like, he, like, there's, there's no bad spots. He's for Will landing Anderson. spot proof. Will Anderson really is. That. Correct. I wanted to see where do you think he slots in once sleeper adds rookies to the draft? Like what are we or the to the draft pool? What are we doing, sleeper? Like, come on. Yeah. Let's get this, let's get this rolling. Um, the defensives, the defensive rookies at least. Where do you think he slots in? Uh, I'll give you some names here. So Highsmith is DL seventeen. Uh, Matthew Judon is sixteen. Donald is fifteen. 
Bosa, Joey Bosa is now, 14. This is for best ball. For best ball. Okay, so this is going to be focused on 2023. So That's this right. This is essentially redraft. So I'm not going to be as high on Will Anderson and redraft, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, if, like best case scenario is what? Maybe he gets 10 sacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wouldn't draft him. I'm not going to have Will Anderson in redraft at you all. You think he's going to go too high in these sorts of drafts? Probably so. Yes. I think I mean, so. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be an overdrafted guy. Especially right after redraft. draft. Right. Kind yep. of riding off that uh, the high of the draft. Aaron Donald or Will Anderson in best ball? Uh, Aaron Donald. Aaron yeah. Donald. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Here, Donald's ceiling is insane. So we're getting down into uh, Aziz Ojolari, DL25. I'd Let's, rather have Will Anderson. I think mm-hmm. I think you could make the case. That's De- where he belongs in that range. Yeah, DeForest mm-hmm. Buckner is twenty three. Christian probably, Wilkins is twenty four. Probably rather have Wait, Will what? over Wilkins, mm-hmm. but I would rather have DeForest Buckner. I think. Mm-hmm. Wait, Buckner is being is where? He's DL twenty four. He's a great value. Too. I'm sorry, DL twenty three. Christian Jesus. Wilkins is DL twenty four. Those defensive tackles are always values when you you lump them in like that yep. as DLs yeah. with the edge guys. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So a lot of good names, boys. A lot of good talk. This was fun. We touched on some best ball. We touched mm-hmm. on uh, some Will That's Anderson what we do, talk. guys. We're constantly thinking about it. Yeah, we're all – I mean, Addy literally never takes a break. He hasn't <laughs> seen his family since we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, wish you guys. Hope you guys are all doing well. Hope you, wish you the best, whoever you are. Daddy Can't remember your soon. names. <laughs> Mike, take us out with uh, – what do you got coming up? Obviously, rookie draft stuff is hot right now, but uh, what can we look forward to from you over at 444.com? Yeah, I've got right now um, just some basic stuff with with free agency uh, coaching changes. But yeah, getting getting ramped up on the on the rookies. Um, you know, we'll probably have some uh, landing spots after the draft. Um, finish and then obviously rankings and projections are coming up at the end of April, beginning of May. So it's uh, it's season season, as we all say. But yeah, football season it it, it just never the machine never stops. That's right, Eddie. As we know, it's not the off season. It's the on season. That's right. It's our thing. That is our thing. And Mike, we appreciate you coming in and giving us a little bit of a crash course here on some of these uh, deeper rookies. Look forward to checking out your work over at four for four. And uh, we'll keep a name, keep an eye on some of these names, Bobo, as we head into our rookie draft. Yes, sir. Maybe the Rams will do something in the off season. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. You never know. Miracles happen every day. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that Ernest Jones can survive. Hey, we're doing good. We're doing good. We're 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 happy to see it. Well, we will be back with you all. Uh, Our next scheduled episode is with Sigmund Bloom talking through the Bloom 100 the week of the draft. We'll probably be back at y'all in some form or fashion before then. But we got John Macri coming up with John Glosser next week talking rookie DBs and then talking linebackers with Kyle Bellyfuel. So we will have you covered top to bottom on this draft, Eddie. Yes, we will, Josh. You got a good heart. Thanks. I really appreciate that. Uh, and then make sure to check out the IDP after show. We've got some cool episodes coming over at the IDP You can subscribe to that brand new podcast feed. We've got the IDP show draft kit dropping on May 1st. So that's going to be no additional cost to paid supporters. So go check it out. Bobo just published an article today. We've got stuff coming out uh, every day on the website. So go check it out. The IDP Best deal in fantasy. That's right. Come check us out. Come check out Mike at four for four. Check out John Macri. Second best deal is Mike's thing. Yeah, John Glosser (laughs) next week. And uh, we will talk to you guys here very soon.
birds Sometimes love 